0: family. Welcome to Today's Word Podcast. I am your host, Tia, and I am so thankful and so grateful to have each and every one of you that is joining in and tuning in today on this podcast. Today's Word Podcast is an extension of a Divine Word Outreach Ministries. And once again, thank you so much for taking time to join in and tune in with me on today's segment. Well, uh, my teaching for today in discussion uh, is actually a continuation from last month's uh, teaching. And last month's teaching and discussion was uh, unity in the body of Christ. The Lord had me uh, put it on my heart to talk on unity. Um, it's definitely needed uh, today with so much going on in the world unity is needed. And last month's teaching on uh, unity in the body of Christ, I, uh, uh, if you have not had a chance to listen uh, on last month's podcast, I would definitely encourage you to uh, take, a, take a moment, a few minutes out to um, join in, or not join in, but to listen in on last month's podcast. Uh, I, I, I think it was a really good uh, discussion I got some good feedback on it and uh, just discussing uh, unity and what unity is about. Uh, Bring some definitions out and uh, bringing out scripture and a few different translations. Really just trying to bring emphasis on unity. Well, today's discussion is a continuation of that. And as I said a few minutes ago, bringing more emphasis on the love of God. In unity, because again, without the love of Jesus Christ, without the love of God, we, we, there will be there, there is no unity. You have to have the two go hand in hand. Unity and the love of God goes hand in hand. They go they go together. You, you cannot separate the two. So uh, the today's uh, segment I titled it Unity. An expression of God's love. And I have scriptures here today. Some will be a repeat from last month's discussion. Um, But I want to give a a definition again of unity. And the definition that I found of unity, which there was a lot of definitions out there on unity, but the one that, that really stood out to me was the state of being one, oneness. Unity is a thing undivided in itself. Unity is agreement or being in agreement. And unity is uniformity. So I'm going to repeat that again. Unity, the state of being one or having oneness. Unity is a thing undivided in itself. Unity is agreement and unity is uniformity. So that's, that's I, I really like that definition. Now, last month, I, uh, like I said, I gave several scriptures, um, but I'm going to repeat a few of them. And you, if you, uh, as you're listening, uh, if you have pen and paper and want to take some notes and take these scriptures down and go back and read them and meditate on them, I would definitely encourage you to do so. The first scripture I have, which I gave last month, uh, was Psalms 133 and 1. And it reads, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. So the word says right here how good and how pleasant it is for brethren. And, And here where it says brethren, it's talking about the body of Christ. It's talking about God's children, God's people. How good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. So right here, this scripture just right here is just saying how God is just saying how how good it is for his people, his children to come together in unity. You know, we would look at the world and want the world, all of us, you know, the world to be unified, this, our nation to be unified, uh, the world. But it starts with the body of Christ. It starts with you and me. Uh, everyone that is listening in that, that have received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And as I always say with each uh, episode, um, at the end of the episode, I, I want to offer Christ to anyone that may tune in and do not know Jesus. Uh, and would like to know Jesus, I definitely want to offer Christ to to, to you. Uh, so this scripture is talking to God's children, God's people, and how good and how pleasant it is to dwell together in unity. Um, now, unity of spirit is the oneness which sub, uh, subsides, uh, I'm sorry, uh, the oneness which subsets, Subset. I'm so sorry. Well, please forgive me. I'm kind of tongue-tied here this evening. Uh, unity of spirit is the oneness which subsets between Christ and his saints, by which the same spirit dwells in both. So the Holy Spirit that dwells in Christ is the same spirit that dwells in us as his children. And both Jesus And us as believers, uh, God's children, we have the same disposition and aims. And it is the oneness of Christians among ourselves, united under the same head, having the same spirit dwelling in us and possessing the same grace, the same faith, the same love and the same hope. So this right here, what I'm trying to say is, to kind of just put it in, in a nutshell here, everything Christ has, we have. So Christ is unity. We as believers, as God's children have unity. We have it. It was just got to operate in it. Everything Jesus has, we have. So I want to kind of read, I'm going to read that over again. Unity of spirit. First of all, we are, we are one spirit with Christ. As a born again believer, we are one spirit. We are one with Jesus. One, one. There's no, uh, it's, it's like, okay, you, you, you take your skin. I, I think that would be a good example. Take your skin and try to separate yourself from your skin. My goodness. Now, I can't remember if I mentioned it in our last segment, but whether if I did or not in the last episode, I want to bring something. First of all, we are a spirit man. We are we are actually tripod. We're we're triune. Not triune. We're tri uh we're th- we're we're three. Spirit, soul, and body. Uh I'm trying to think of the word. So, so this triune God. So I, I guess I'm trying to say is that we we are a spirit. We live in a body and we possess a soul. We are a spirit. We live in a body and we possess a soul. Our our soul consists of our mind, our will, our imagination, our intellect and imagination. We live in a physical body. That's how we operate and live in this earth realm, this physical natural world. But we, each one of us, we are a spirit. Well, so whether you are a believer or not a believer, you, we are a spirit first, and then we live in a physical body and we possess a soul, which is our mind, our will, our emotions, our imagination and intellect. So I want to bring that out. So we're a three-part being. That's what I was trying to say earlier. We are a three-part being, spirit, soul, and body. Now, if you are born again, believer of Jesus Christ, you are one with him. You are one with Jesus. You're one with the father. So that starts the unity right there. But And then we take that unity with the, with God, with Jesus, and take that and spread that unity amongst each other in the body of Christ and then take it even out further to uh, uh, so that the world will see that unity in the body of Christ and then take it and spread it abroad in the earth, in the world. So I'm going to read that over again. Unity of spirit is the oneness which subsets between Christ and his saints by which the same spirit dwells in both. So when I say the same spirit, I'm talking about the Holy Spirit. So we are a spirit. We live in a body and we possess a soul. And when you become born again, you take on um, God's nature and then the Holy Spirit, which is the Spirit of God, comes to live in you. So now we're, we're now one with the Father. We're one now with Jesus. Because you have it's God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. When I was saying triune, God is the triune God, the Trinity. Um, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit... Comes to live in us, and that same spirit is in Jesus Christ, and both <clears throat> Jesus and us, as born again bel- believers, have the same disposition and the same aims as it as it is the oneness of Christians among themselves. So, in other words, the disposition that Jesus have, we have is just sometimes it's not manifested but we have it when we're a born-again believer. And we're united under the same head, which is God the Father, and having the same Spirit, which is the Holy Spirit, dwelling in us, and having or possessing the same grace, the same faith, excuse me, the same hope, hope, and the same love. So we have God's love, but do we use it? Do we exercise it? I'm going to go to the scripture Romans 8 and 11 and I'm going to read it out, out of the New Living Translation. As I believe I said uh in last month's episode, I love different translations cuz it, it um when you read it in different translations it cuz each one you know have a all of the meaning is should, should be similar or the same, but it just it brings some 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 translations bring it a, a little bit more emphasis on certain parts than other translations, but it gives you a even a better understanding of a particular scripture when you read in different, when you read it out of different translations. So I would definitely encourage that. Some of the translations I, uh, read from definitely King James. Uh, then I, uh, read the translation, new King James, uh, new living translation. I love that translation. I love the passion translation. Uh, I love the CEV, which I believe is the, stands for Contemporary. Oh gosh, I forgot what CEV stand for. But um, that's a translation, CEV Contemporary uh, something version. Oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. But that's a translation I like. Uh, NIV is another translation that's a pretty good one. Uh, the Message. Oh my goodness, I really like the Message translation. That's another good one. So uh, let's go to Romans eight, and it's going to be chapter Romans, chapter eight, verse eleven. Romans chapter eight, verse eleven. And I hope I'm not going too fast. I sometimes I tend to talk a little fast, especially if I'm getting nervous. So I, I please forgive me if I'm talking a little fast. I'll try to slow it down a little bit. Um, and again, I'm reading from the new living translation and it reads, but if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your motor bodies, mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. So, um, the first part of this scripture, but, but if the, the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. Now, this scripture is saying is basically what I was just talking on as having the Holy Spirit uh, in us as the same spirit that is in Christ. So this scripture is just saying that the spirit of God, which is the Holy Spirit, raised Christ from the dead, that same spirit lives in us. As we receive Jesus. Now Holy Spirit don't live in everybody. You have to be a born again believer of Jesus Christ. To have the Holy Spirit to dwell within you. If you have not received him in your heart. Then the Holy Spirit doesn't live in you. And anyone that is listening to this. um, This podcast. To this discussion. Again I, I would. Oh my God Jesus died for your sin. He died for you. We was just celebrating last week. Um. Easter Sunday, Resurrection Sunday, of Jesus dying and going to the cross for our sins, uh, and 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 uh, and and conquering the enemy, conquering Satan, and all we have to do is believe on Jesus and receive Him in our hearts. It's just that simple. Um, so, anyone, anyone that I'm talking to or or that's listening and have not received Jesus. I'm definitely going to offer Christ to you before uh I, I end this teaching. So um, so in order to have unity, again, as I said a little earlier, we need the love of God. And in order to have the love of God, we have the Holy Spirit to help us. The Holy Spirit is our helper. And uh, it's some it's scriptures uh, in there. Uh, I'm going to come across it that, uh, that says that the Holy Spirit is our helper. I got to think about where that scripture is at. But he's our guide. He's our helper. He's our teacher. And we need the Holy Spirit to have unity. We need the Holy Spirit to have love. And that same spirit that is in Christ is the same spirit that is in us. God called us to live in unity and he called us to live in harmony with one with one another. God commanded us to do all in love. He commanded us to do it all in love. Love is a commandment, people. Love is a commandment. He commanded us to love. And not just our not with our human love, but with his love. Um, You know, I definitely always think about a husband and wife. And the Bible says that a man should love his wife as Christ loves the church. And there is no greater love, no greater love than that. Oh, my goodness. How do we really love with God's love? God's love is, I mean, completely unconditional. There's no strings attached to God's with God's love. And he commanded us to love like that. How do we do that? So that we can walk in unity. Because again, without love, you can't walk in unity. We are Jesus' replacement in the earth. My pastor uh, was teaching last week, uh, which was a phenomenal teaching. And the title of the message was called The Replacement. Jesus was our replacement on the cross. And we are Jesus' replacement in the earth. We are supposed to be when I keep saying when I say we, I mean we as the body of Christ are to be Christ's reflection in the earth. We are his replacement in the earth. Now do our actions line up to that all the time? No. But we're not per we're not perfect. The perfection is in Jesus. But when we each day try to uh or when we pray and, and seek the lord to you know to to live this life and walk walk this this life out with Christ with his help we we're we're striving for uh uh, uh perfection but uh the scripture that says a great work that God has done in us and he will perfect that great work at the return of, of uh, uh, at Christ's return So when Christ returned, when we are in heaven, that's when we reach perfection. But even in this walk and and walking out this, this thing called life, this journey that we're walking on, walking out, because it is definitely a journey from birth until death is a journey. We are to love and we are to be Christ's reflection and replacement in the earth. And I'm going to, go to a scripture uh first john four seventeen, and I believe I'm going to read it actually I'm going to read it out of two translations first john uh chapter four and verse seventeen and the first translation is king uh new king james new king james translation first John four seventeen love has been perfected among us in this. That we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. Mm. So as he is, who is he? Jesus. So are we in this world. That's New King James translation. The next one is uh, the Passion, the Passion translation, and it reads. By living in God, love has been brought to its full expression in us by living in God. Hmm. So that we may fearlessly face the day of judgment because all that Jesus now is, so are we in this world. I'm going to read that one again. This is awesome. By living in God, love has been brought to to its full expression. In us. So by us living in God. His full expression. The, f- the love has been brought to its full expression. In us. As we live in God. So that we may fearlessly face the day of judgment. Because. All that Jesus now is. So are we in this world. So everything that Jesus is. That's who we are in this world, in this earth. My goodness, that's deep. That's a deep, that's a deep right there. Mm. Uh, Scriptures reminds us that it's our responsibility as believers or Christians to lead the way for unity among all nations and people. So we're the ones to lead the way for unity. We as believers, we're the ones... To set to to set the standard and to lead the way for unity among all nations and people. So um, I know we're you know over here in the United States, but this just doesn't. Um, the unity is not just about us over here in the United States. It's around all around the world. There are believers believers are not just in the United States. Believers. The body of christ we're we're we are all around the world, so um I know a lot of us uh, may never get to you know, play a lot of these places around the world we may only just be not only just in the United States but just be right in the state that you live in or you may travel to some other states, but I guess the point that I'm trying to make is we may not never travel to the uh, to an other end of the world, but the body of Christ is it's worldwide. It's global. It's not just in the United States. So if anyone listens to this podcast that is in another country, on the other side of the world, other side of the earth, this is for you too. This is for you as well. Um, unity starts at home and then it spread abroad. Like love, love, um, I know we say love starts at home and is spread abroad. Where it's the same with unity. It's uh, If you, you know, if you're married uh, with your spouse, unity, uh, if you have children and your children, you know, whether they live at home with you, I mean, of course, they probably did it, you know, if you were uh, when they were babies and they may be adults now, um, but if you have children living in the, in the home or not living in the home with you. But unity starts at home. If you live by yourself, well, hey, be, be, have unity with yourself. You, be you, Jesus, God, the Holy Spirit, all, everybody right together. If you live by yourself. But if you live in a home with someone, whether it's a spouse, children, uh, if you, um, you know, live with a parent, uh, if you live with a sibling, uh, aunt, uncle, uh, if you have roommates, it all, it starts at home and then it spread abroad like love. Love starts at home and then it spread abroad. Uh, now, a couple of scriptures I'm going to repeat that I gave uh, in last month's teaching episode. And it is 2 Corinthians 13 and 11. And I'm going to go there. Second uh, Corinthians 13 and 11. I hope you're all enjoying this. I hope you're getting something out of this teaching. Oh, my goodness. I know I kind of stumbled on a few words there uh, earlier. Uh, so please forgive me. I'm trying to slow it down a little bit and I want to just stay excited. Um, you know what I did not do? Oh, my goodness. I just thought about it. I did not pray. Maybe that's why I stumbled over my words. Oh, my God. Lord, forgive me. I did not pray. I did not pray. Well, Hey, it's never too late, Father, in the name of Jesus, while I go on with this episode, this podcast segment, Lord, help me, help me to get through this teaching. Help me, Holy Spirit, to bring out revelation, let revelation flow. Let those who hear this word uh this teaching today let him let them take this word, Father God, and, uh, about unity and, and and go forth with it, Father bring out understanding, bring out clarity, Father, in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Family, please forgive me because I always, always, always want to start out in prayer. Maybe that's why I was kind of struggling there in the beginning. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for reminding me uh, that I didn't pray. So getting back to the one (coughs) uh, scripture here, 2 Corinthians 13 and 11. And it reads, finally, brother, I'm sorry, finally, beloved friends. Oh, this is uh, trans. Let me see Uh, what translation. Let's go back to the New King James. Uh, Let's see here. And then I'll find another translation. New King James reads, finally, brethren, farewell, become complete. Be of good comfort. Be of one mind. Live in peace. And the God of love and peace will be with you. Mm, That's good. Finally, brethren, farewell. Become complete. Be of of, uh, good comfort. Be of one mind. What is being of one mind? Unity. Live in peace. And the God of love and peace will be with you. Let's see another translation. That's good. I like that. Let's go with New Living Translation and see what it says. That was, uh, let me see, 2 Corinthians 13 and 11. Okay. Dear brothers and sisters, I close my letter with these last words. This is Paul's final greeting. Be joyful. Grow to maturity. Encourage each other. Live in harmony and peace. Then the God of love and peace will be with you. Well, living in harmony and unity, it, it it goes hand in hand. Cause I think I said earlier Uh, He called us to live in harmony, uh, to live in unity and harmony. Yep. So it goes hand in hand. Uh, Now, the next scripture that I gave last month, and I'm repeating it again, is John 13, 35. John, and this is St. John 13 and 35. And we're going to go back to New King James. And it reads... By this all, by this all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. Mm. Oh my goodness. By this all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. I gave that, this scripture last a month. So this was a repeat, but that, that was a good one. If you love, if you have love for one another, we must have love for one another family. Next is Colossians 13. I'm sorry, I'm not not 13. I'm sorry, Colossians 3 and 13. Colossians 3 and 13, 13 and 14. Colossians chapter 3, verses 13 and 14. And it reads, bearing with one another. And this is again, New King James translation. Bearing with one another and forgiving one another if anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ gave you, so you also must do. But above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. I'm going to read 14. But above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. Put on love, family. Put on love. Now uh, I, I asked a question to myself, and, and I'm going to um, put it out here. What is the reason or purpose of unity? Well, as I was, you know, seeking the Lord about this about this episode's teaching and discussion, um, you know, what what is the reason? Why? What is the reason or the purpose of unity? Well, the Lord brought four things uh, to my spirit uh, when I was thinking about that number one to draw the world to christ to draw the world to christ number two to express and show the love of jesus to a dark world number three builds strength and number four to bring peace so again to draw the world to christ so the reason and purpose of unity is to draw the world to Christ. We as believers, excuse me, we as believers, we must draw the world to Jesus Christ. And then number two, to express and to show the love of Jesus to a dark world. We have to show the a dark dying world. The love of Jesus Christ. Number three, build strength. So with unity, there is, there is, I think it was uh saying says there is, there is strength in numbers. Well, there is strength in unity. And then four, to bring peace. So when you have unity, you have peace. You have peace when you have unity. Uh, now, number one and number two, to draw the world to Christ and to express And show the love of Jesus to a dark world. I want to talk a little bit about those two. To draw the world to Christ and express and show the love of Jesus. A dark world needs to see the love of Christ through us. If the the world don't see Jesus in us, then then it's it's definitely no hope for the world. If, If the world can't see the love of Jesus in us as born again believers then it's it's no hope for the world. So we as I think I said earlier, we we got to we got to set the we got to set the foundation and we got to we we got to love. We got to love. The world needs to see Jesus and it's not our love. It's the it's God's love uh manifesting through us. It's it's the love of God. We have to allow the love of the Lord to manifest through us. There's an enemy out there, family. There's an enemy out there. And if we are fighting amongst each other, then how can we fight the enemy? Think about that. If we're fighting and arguing and bickering amongst each other, then how are we going to fight the enemy that's out there? So that's where unity comes in. That's where it comes in. That's why I say unity and love go hand in hand. We cannot fight this enemy, which is the devil, Satan, if we're fighting amongst each other. Wow. As I said earlier, we were commanded to love. But in order for us to love, we have to know the source of love, and that is Jesus. Jesus is love. He is God, is love. It was love that went to the cross, what we just celebrated last week, and that we should be celebrating all year round, not just one time of the year in March or April, but all year round, we're supposed to be celebrating the death, the burial, and the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Glory to God. Glory to God. So the source, um, so in, in order for us to love, we have to know the source of love. And that is Jesus. Jesus is love. It was love that went to the cross. It was love that died. It was love that rose. It's love that's coming back for his children. Glory to God. In order to have unity or to be united, it takes love, family. It takes love. When we start out establishing unity with the Father, which is vertical, which is vertical, and and then begin to have unity with the body of Christ, which is horizontal, then think about what can get accomplished for the kingdom. So if we start out having unity and oneness with the Father, with God Almighty, having unity with God, meaning, you know, being obedient to his word, um, you know, walking in love, uh, uh, being in agreement with with God, when we have unity with him first, establish that, vertical, and then (coughs) we can have unity with each other, the body of Christ, horizontal. We can get a lot accomplished for the kingdom. Because remember, family, it's all about the kingdom. It's not about you and your agenda. It's not about me and my agenda. It is about the kingdom of God. It's all about the kingdom. It's all about the kingdom. Um, at the scripture of uh, Matthew 6, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. So... um, so yeah, so that's that. We you know we can get a lot accomplished for the kingdom if we establish unity first with the Father, and then establish which is vertical, and then establish unity with the body of Christ, which is horizontal. A lot can get accomplished. There's an, uh, and as I've been emphasizing, there's no way we can have unity without first having love. And there's no way to have love without first understanding and believing how much the Father loves us. Now, that, that's a good one right there. No way we can have unity without first having love. And there's no way to have love without first understanding and believing. So you got to understand and you got to believe how much the Father loves us. Family, God loves us so much. He loves us unconditionally. Unconditionally. When uh, my pastor was doing uh, my, my past, when my pastor was uh doing the teaching last week uh for Easter Sunday, and he was talking about Jesus being our replacement, um, you know, he was saying that God had, had to make a decision to 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 turn his back on. His son, which is Jesus for three days, or turn his back on the world for eternity, and he chose us. He chose to turn his back on his only begotten Son, so that we so that we can now choose his son. so he God turned his back on his only son to have us. To have us wow that that is just absolute so that shows how much love God the Father has for us, and we gotta understand that and we gotta know we gotta we gotta understand that and we gotta believe that we gotta believe that God loves us, he's not mad at us, he's mad about us, God is not mad at you, God is mad about you. He's so in love with you. He's so in love with me. And when we understand that and when we believe that, then we can begin to operate in unity. Unity with our spouse, unity with our children, unity with our co-workers, unity with our neighbors, unity with the world. And then the world, as I said earlier, a dark world world will see the unity or see the the love of Jesus. Hmm. Oh, this dark world will begin to see the love of Jesus Christ. That is something. And the last scripture that I have, and I'm going to be bringing this um, episode to a close, is John did I, did I read that already? John 17 and 23. I feel like I read that already. Uh, John 17 and 23. No, that was John 13 35. Okay. John 17 and 23. John chapter 17 and verse 23. And I'm going to read it out of the Passion Translation. The Passion Translation. And it reads, uh, "It reads, You live fully in me, and now I live fully in them so that they will experience perfect unity and the world would be convinced that you have sent me for, uh, for they will see that you, um, uh, for they will see that you love each one of them with the same passionate love that you have for me. Now, this is Jesus talking. And now why we know how we know it's Jesus talking because it's in the red. Uh, so that's how we know, uh, That is Jesus talking because it's in the red. I'm going to read that again. You live fully in me. And now I live fully in them so that they will experience perfect unity. My goodness, experience perfect unity. And the world will be convinced that you have sent me. For they will see that you love each one of them with the same passionate a uh, passionate love that you have for me. Wow. That is amazing. That is absolutely amazing. Uh, that they will experience perfect unity. So we are we as believers are fully in Christ. And Jesus lives fully in us. And with, and with that, we can experience perfect unity. So that's it. That, this, that's, this scripture right here is the whole teaching in a nutshell. I could have just went to the scripture and, 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 call, and said the benediction. <laughs> this, is, this is awesome. So take these scriptures, family. Take these scriptures, uh, you know, and at your leisure, uh, when you have some time. Make some time, make time to spend with God, um, you know, to, to, to get to, to really know our father, to, to establish a relationship with him. Just, don't, just, don't just go on a date. Don't just have a rendezvous with God. Have a relationship with the father. He don't want a one night stand. He don't want a rendezvous. He don't want to a, 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 a hit it and go. He want to establish a relationship with us. And the, and the way to do that is to spend time with him. When you, you know, uh 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 those that you may that listening are married or if you're dating, you know, you you spend time with that person to get to know that person and uh you know get to learn their ways and, and everything. Well, that's the same with the father. That's the same with, with the father. I mean, he knows everything about us, but it's about us getting to know him. And he, and he revealing things to us as we spend time with him, as he so desires. God desires us to spend time with him, studying, meditating his word, praying. Uh, anyone listening that is spirit filled, um, you know, with evidence of speaking in tongues, um, you know, pray in the spirit. Take time to pray in the spirit because it's just you and God talking. When you pray it in the spirit, it's just you and God talking. That's unity right there. Because the devil won't don't understand what you're saying when you're praying in your heavenly language. If you're if you're spirit filled. and anyone listening that's not spirit filled, hey, I'm you know I'm not uh, trying to put no you know pressure or get on you get put any pressure or guilt on you to get spirit filled. That that's something that you have to come into an understanding. But I would encourage you, anyone that's not that's listening that's that's a born again believer but has not has not been um, filled with the spirit of with evidence of speaking in tongues and not all about just going around you speaking in tongues to everybody I'm just saying just develop your 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 heavenly language to the father in your personal prayer time with God now there's a time to pray in, or speaking tongues in a corporate setting but I'm talking about in your personal prayer time when you're in your closet and on this, on mean you know, in some are in a physical closet. They literally get in a closet and pray. So whether you do that or not, but I'm just saying, spending your personal time with the Lord, just you and Him, and praying in the spirit, I would definitely encourage you to get spirit filled. It is it's definitely uh, it's definitely needed, and and it's, just, it's even just giving more unity with the Father to help us. To have unity amongst each other. So thank you once again, family, for listening to this teaching. I hope I didn't ramble on. Um, I hope you got something out of it. Hey, if you have any questions, please, please, please feel free to reach out to me. I'm going to give you my email address. And with any questions uh, that you may have about this teaching or the other past teachings, um, I've done two more uh, since the beginning of the year. Only I missed the month of February because February was here one day and it was gone the next. I'm like I looked up and February was gone. Literally, it was it was it was gone. So I I did not do a, a, a episode for February, but I did an episode podcast for January. Last month, March, and this month, April. And look, we already at the end of April. And I had said last month I was going to get this teaching out at the beginning of April. And it's already in. So please forgive me. I'm going to just say going for next month, May, I'm going to just do it as I can. Because these months, I mean, it's like the 1st and the 30th is here at the same time. It's the 1st the and then that night it's the 30th. So family, forgive me that I'm just not getting this teaching in out for the month. But you know, definitely take this teaching, listen to it over and over again as it gets in your spirit. If you have any questions, uh, you can email me at ladytlove, Lady T Love. And that's Lady L A D Y T as in Tia, L as in Larry, U, and then V as in Victor. Lady T Love. L A D Y T l u v v as in victor at outlook.com so send me you know if you have a question a comment uh anything email me and you know we can exchange numbers if you want to do that from there and uh and 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 hey we you know we we're we're in this together family we are in this thing together walking this life out together I need you, you need me, and all of us together, we need Jesus. So anyone listening to this podcast today that does not know Jesus Christ, I want to offer Jesus to you. Jesus died, and not just for your sin uh, uh, and have eternal life. He also died for you to have life more abundantly right here, right now. You may be struggling in something. It could be an addiction. It could be a habit. It's anything. Jesus died for you to be set free. Yes, ultimately, ultimately is eternal life. And and actually, when you receive Jesus, yes, you're you're going to go to heaven. You're going to live with him forever. But when you receive Jesus Christ, eternity starts the moment you receive Jesus. I know we always look at eternity as when we're on the other side. But actually, eternity starts the moment you receive Jesus in your heart. That's when, because Jesus is eternity. Jesus is our eternity. Jesus is the, uh, um, the resurrection that what we just celebrated last week. That's, that is Jesus. So anyone that's listening that does not, have not received or do not know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. He died for you. He, um, his blood was shed for you to be given, for you to be forgiven of your sin, and to be able to live in this earth in, the, in, in its fullness, to to ex, uh, receive the blessings of God on your life in this life right here, and for eternity, not just get uh, uh, receive Jesus to get fire insurance, and what I mean by fire insurance meaning that you won't go to hell. No, it's to have Jesus as Lord and Savior for you to live out this earth, to live out your life in this earth. To, uh, uh, you know, to have a, a good life. Are there going to be bad days? Yes. Good days? Yes. The good, the bad, and the ugly. But through all of it, the good, bad, and the ugly, you have would have a Savior there to walk out this life with. You would have a... Uh, 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 you would have... Uh, Please forgive me the phone ringing here. Uh have Jesus to walk this life out with my God, my God. So I just say, uh, family, please. um, uh, Or I'll say, say anyone. I got distracted with that phone ringing. Anyone that have not received Jesus Christ. I say, please receive him today. And I'm going to uh, walk you through a prayer. And repeat after me, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask you, Lord, to come into my life. Live your life in me and through me. From now on, from this day forward, my life belongs to you. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, uh, you have, you 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 are, you're part of the family. Welcome to the family. And um, I also want to encourage those that are on here that are believers, you know, go out and witness to somebody, witness to a family, uh family, a relative, a friend, a stranger on the street. Let's just get, get about doing the, the work of, of the Lord. Let's get about doing our father's business because, uh, you know, things are getting really crucial. It's getting really serious out here, and we need to be about our Father's business. So, Father God, I just thank you, Lord, for this podcast today. Thank you for all of those who have joined in and tuned in to this episode. Father, thank you. I, I pray, Lord God, again, that this teaching have will touch someone's heart, that it will not just touch someone's heart, but that it will bring about a change. It will bring about uh, making a mark on someone's life that cannot be erased. That Father God, that it will bring about uh, someone making a decision to maybe change something in their life to, to get closer to you, Father. I pray in this, uh, 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 on today, that Father, that you will, Lord God, touch each and every one of our lives and our hearts on today. In the mighty name of Jesus, in Jesus' name, amen. Well, family, have a blessed, blessed day. Thank you for tuning in. And um, again, if you have any questions, email me at ladytlove at outlook.com. Again, forgive me of all any distractions. Uh, You know, when you're doing a a teaching, you know, the enemy want to try to bring distractions on. So hopefully you can tune those distractions out. and and then let's do this. Let's do this. God bless you all and look forward to our uh, our next discussion and next teaching on today's word. God bless you all and I love you. Bye-bye.